Footy Live's Preview Palooza is brought to you by Simmons Homes. Every day across Australia, it's tools up for Team Simmons because their people stand by their promise to start building your new home on time and on budget. So if you're ready to join the hundreds of Australians they're welcoming home each month, talk to Simmons, the great Australian builder. Hello and welcome to Sportsmates Footy Live Preview Palooza. I'm your host, Jimmy Zabo, and this 2022 preseason, we're going to take a look at each team in anticipation for the start of the season with super fans from around the country. Make sure you hashtag Footy Live on your socials to get involved in the chat and download Sportsmates suite of apps to stay up to date with your favourite sports. Today, we are taking a look at Carlton with Sam and Jack from the Baggers chat. These boys here, they did, they're doing the same course that I did, so they're, uh, they're lovely chaps. Tell us about the course you're doing at the moment. Oh, yeah, it's a Bachelor of Sports Media uh, here at Holmes Glen. Um, and lots of different uh, opportunities and lots of different uh, avenues of sports media that I personally didn't even think existed before I started the course. So. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And you got one of the best lecturers in the business, Sammy Duncan, who's a good mate of mine. How's Sammy going? Yeah, he's, got, he's, he's a great bloke. Um, just an absolute workhorse of a bloke. It's um just keeps going. Yeah, you know, it was good to see him for the first time in a little while. I think yesterday was or maybe last week. And yeah, no, he's great fun and really good lecture as well. Yeah, already hounding you with emails. You told me four already this yeah, morning. Four, four this morning, or it's nine thirty in the morning. It's four already, so he's on to it early. Yeah, brilliant. Hey, let's. Uh, I want to talk about last season quickly before we move on because it might bring up some bad memories for you. But, but <laughs> firstly, last year I remember at the start of the year it was like Carlton again. They're declaring they're ready for finals, going to play finals again. But then, you know, failed. Uh, there was a few positives to come out of it. Obviously, Sammy Walsh, Sherry McKay wins the wins the Coleman. But all up, it was uh, it was a disappointment. You finished thirteenth. You win eight games, you lose 14. It's the eighth year without finals. Is there any positives to take out of that year or you just want to move on now and forget about it? Um, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, Walsh and Harry is obviously big positives. I think getting Charlie back and fit was a big positive at the end of the year. Mm. But, I mean, yeah, it was just one of those seasons where you kind of you take what you can out of it, but for the most part, just put it in the rearview mirror and get going to the next season, hopefully, <laughs> to do better. Yeah. There, there was... Well, I, I guess the biggest thing was um, you copped goals all the time in big in big bulk, so you couldn't stop that. So it looked like the team didn't want to defend at all. Now, on the outside, it looks like that's a mentality thing, but d- did you put it down to that? Um, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of our problems last year were mental. Um, that was being a big one. I mean, just all the massive shifts in games, like we'd be winning, we'd be playing really well, and all of a sudden, you know, end of the quarter, start of the next, and we're just a completely different side. So I think I think a lot of our problems uh, were mental. Um, and I'm not sure, yeah, why that was, but, um, yeah, I think that's, that is probably one of the main reasons why we struggled last year. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy's a bit quiet. Are you still mentally scarred from last year? <laughs> yeah, no, it's sort of just trying to come to terms, I think. Um, it just seems to get a bit repetitive. We lose a lot of games, the coach gets a sack, and then we – start with big expectations of next year for some reason. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think being a big club, so you, you, it comes with big expectations and having you know, 16 premierships, I guess, comes mm-hmm. with big expectations. But, um, yeah, we certainly didn't exceed them. It was a pretty average year and obviously lost the coach now, so a new coach in Vossi. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty average year for the Blue Vegas, unfortunately. That's right. It's not just Vossi that comes in. You've obviously got Ash Hansen, Tim Clark, Aaron Hamill of coming in on the, uh, the the coaching side of things. But then the new boys that are in, and again, really excited about Adam Chera, George Hewitt especially. I mean, I don't know if Lewis Young is going to play a big role, but there are a few outs as well. Eddie Betts retired, Casbold delisted, Gibbons delisted, Liam Jones 
retired. I mean, we know the story with him. Mark Murphy, you're wearing the shirt of Murph. How big are the losses, though, firstly? Tell me that. Are they going to play a huge role, or do you think that the guys who are coming in are going to fill that void? Um, I think a few definitely will fill that void for the most part. I think the biggest one for me is Liam Jones. I think just the way yeah. he turned his career around and was, you know, one of the first picked each week now. Um, from a struggling forward to a solid defender, it was a good turnaround. And I think he'd be the biggest void probably to fill. But mm-hmm. I think there's certainly people there that can do that, with whether it's Omar, whoever it is. Um, I think that void can certainly be filled. But I think that's probably the biggest one, in my opinion. As for Murph, like I'm obviously a big Murph fan, but, um, yeah. you know, he's definitely towards the end of it um, in his career. Um, where he's sort of struggling to get a game there for a bit. Casbolt, um, I mean, he's solid, but again, I think he can be filled pretty easily. Um, so I think we can fill him for the most part. Yeah, but it's just Liam Jones for me. Mm. Um, he's the hardest one. Hey, did Gibbon surprise you at all, Jack, that he was delisted? It, it did initially because I thought he was definitely far from our worst player. Yeah. Um, but I think when you reflect on it a bit more, I think it probably was not the worst idea because we uh, stacked to that position. And I think... I don't know if it was his worth ethic, worth ethic, work ethic mm. or what, but um, yeah, I think the right call probably in hindsight was to delist him, which was a little bit unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, I was shocked at the time, but yeah, after reflecting, I think. Yeah, I think there's a lot of call. very similar players to him as well. Mm. That are just better than him, to be fair. Like, um, I think work ethic could have been a role, but I think yeah, there's just a lot of similar players that are younger and, to be fair, probably better, in my opinion. Yeah, I, another uh, new inclusion is Brian Cook who's the chief executive, it looks like you've turned around the club a little bit. It feels like we say this every year for Carlton. It's a fresh start. It's a fresh start. But it actually feels this year that it's a proper fresh start from the top, the coaches, the players. How excited are you coming into this season? Yeah, absolutely. Usually it's just um, a few players that sort of get the arse or whatever and, and then the coach. But mm. now it's actually been just from the top bottom. Also president as well. Um, you know, then our CEO and Cookie as well. So, um yeah, it's sort of from the top from the top down. We've got Deezer Williams in there as well, um, which will play a big role, obviously, Fossey as well. So, yeah, we've, ch- we've absolutely just changed everything, which is not something we've done before in terms of bo- at a board level. We've usually been pretty consistent with that, but um, I think it's good changes were made. And, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for the year ahead. Yeah, good. I can feel it. I can feel the excitement coming yeah. through the Zoom call here. Uh, but something that might dampen the spirits is Sam Walsh. He was going to miss a little bit. Of the of the first start of the so first month, I think he's going to miss uh, at least. Does that uh, does it worry you at all? Um, I mean, of course, I mean, we're losing our best player for for a month. Um, it's never fun, but I think first of all, I mean, obviously, first two are really tough with Richmond and Doggies on the first two Thursday nights. Um, and then we got Hawthorne and Gold Coast, I believe. So, look, we could, we should still be able to be at least two and two. I think um, without Walsh, I think we can still springboard from there, if not better than that. Um, He's obviously a massive loss, but I think Chero and Hewitt coming in really helped fill that void just for a little bit, I guess. Obviously, you can't replace Sam Walsh, but I think we do have the tools there to to make do uh, while he's not there. Yeah, well, one of the biggest issues, I think, was for the Blues was your contested work. The, you know, there wasn't too much of it, but also the the defensive running. Now, when you put Chero in there and Hewitt, like you said, big bulls, I think it's... I think that that might be able to to turn things around. And also Michael Voss there, who uh, he demands respect. Um, I want to know how excited you are about Adam Chera and what's the, you've only, we've only seen a little bit of him so far, but what kind of season are you expecting from Chera? Is he the player that, the, you know, the last piece of the puzzle you'd clip in and here come Carlton, it's finals time. Um, I don't want to put expectations on players because we've kind of been let down a lot by putting these big expectations <laughs> on big new recruits. 
But he did look really good when I was on the practice match. But against the Saints, he did look really good. Um, he was at every contest, just about to kick two goals, dressing up forward. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to watching him play and really help us out. Not, as I said, not going to put any expectations on him, but I really, really think he can you know, be an all-Australian calibre, like top 40 calibre player um, if he really gets fit and fire. Yeah, well, Sammy's put him down for the brown load. Do you still stick with that? Oh, I mean, I, I know one of our mates, Ethan, probably has, to be fair. I think he's got a multi on there. But um, I don't think he'll be up there. I don't know, probably not up there in terms of top three or four. But, I mean, um, with, uh, there's a lot more expectations now, I think, with Walsh going down as well um, that he probably didn't expect or want. But, um, no, nah, I think he can definitely fill a, a good role in the team. Mitch McGovern, what does he do down back? Do you think that's his, his right position? I think so. Yeah, I personally yeah. do. I think, um, yeah, as you're saying, losing Liam Jones. But I think the, we have another one going from forward to back that I think uh, can really fill out the role. McGovern was quite solid against the Saints last week. And, yeah, I, I do think, I mean, like his brother, he can be really good as that intercepting uh, yeah, defender back there. Mm-hmm. Is the only issue for you, so if injuries come, for example, if you've got a fit Charlie Kernow, you've got Harry Mackay up there forward, if everyone stays fit, Sam Walsh comes back, there should be no excuses as to why you can't make finals. Is that your feeling as well? Or are you saying, oh, we're Carlton, anything can happen? <laughs> Yeah, no, 100%. Um, I'm not one for excuses. I think if we're good enough, we'll play finals. If we're not good enough, we're not going to play finals. That's been mm-hmm. all the mantra for the last couple of years. But, I mean, yeah, if a fit team, of being any team really, I mean, if we want to play finals, if that's our expectations as a club, then I think there's nothing really stopping us from making it. Yeah, I agree. I think from that as well, I think we need to stop, as a, you know, as a supporter base, we need to sort of stop looking for them excuses as well and just like, yeah. you know, one player, as good as Sam Walsh is, they shouldn't make a team. Um, you know, I think we have got them really on life for life comparison. But we're getting people in that can fill these roles when other players go out. I mean, no team's really as fit as they want to be. Um, to be fair, they're always missing players that they, you know, they prefer to have out there and all that. So I think we should stop making excuses and we should just, um, this should be our year. But I say that every year. So we'll see what happens. Exactly right. Hey, do you reckon there'll be a lot of patience with Michael Voss with the supporters now? Only two of the last six Carlton coaches have reached the 100 games. So there is a lot of pressure on coaches. But is the fact that, I mean, I don't know how much, like if you lose, if you have a shocking start to the season, do you think there's going to be patience with him or do you think the Carlton supporters are going to get frustrated like they normally do? Oh, I think there'll be a bit of both, to be fair. Um, I think we do need to just show patience. Like, obviously, mm. just get rid of the coach. Every If we do, say we lose the first few games or most of the first few games, we can't just get rid of another coach. I put so much pressure yeah. on people just because that's what we've done all the time. And they're, you know, they, they have their short two to three year stints or whatever, and then they're gone. We need to stick with one, stick with a coach for an extended period of time. But I think there will certainly be supporters that are coming through his head. But um, I think we just need to show a bit of, you know, a bit of patience. I know we've shown a lot of patience, to be fair. I mean, I'm, 20 or 21, I've never seen really much. I saw the elimination final against the Tigers, which is mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have even been in there, and we've done pretty well there. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we need to just give a bit of patience to him, um, give him a bit of time, and um, I think it was sorted out. Yeah, hey, Mark Robinson was talking about the Blues before, and I think he said he spoke to Michael Voss on the phone, did a big feature on him. Um, he said that if he won a premiership with Carlton, it would be a bigger achievement than everything he did as a player. So he's sort of a Brownlow player, multiple premiership captain. But apparently Voss himself has that sentiment because it's harder to win it as a coach because you can't be that one going out there and doing that. Do you think if he won a premiership with Carlton, it would be greater than what he ever did as a player. And can you imagine the celebrations at Ligon Street if they did win it? Yeah, I, I think 
It's definitely up there, isn't it? I mean, because that Brisbane team, just in general, like arguably Foss was a great player, great mm. manager, great leader, but that was just a great team, to be fair. So, I mean, if he could um, lead this struggling Colton side for the last 26, whatever years, yeah. premiership, I think it has to be up there, doesn't it? Close to the premierships of Brisbane. Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want to sound big-headed as a Colton sport. I mean, like, oh, yeah, obviously him winning a flag is more important. But, um, no, I mean, yeah, 100%. I mean, we've been a dumpster fire for ages. So, if if, if he magically, you know, we hit he takes to a flag, I mean, I mean, it have to be up there. Live on street would erupt, and that would be amazing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can, I can imagine the scenes in Live on Street. It'd be, it'd be epic. Hey, um, Paddy Cripps, what are you expecting from him? He's he's been banged up. He's been bashed. He got put on as a captain as a young bloke. He's taken a lot of heat. What about this season? What are you expecting from him? Um, yeah, no, he, obviously the way he started his career was a lot different to the last couple of years. Um, but then again, I don't think he has to play like the player he was in the first few years. We've got, we've got other people around him now. Um, mm. But I expect a pretty big year from him. He's obviously sole captain now as well um, instead of the shared role with um, Sam Doherty. So um, whether that changes his mindset at all because he's just a sole leader now or not, I don't know. But um, I expect him to have a pretty good year, uh, especially with Walsh, obviously out for the first minimum one month. But um yeah, I expect not Cripper of old as such for his first couple of years, but I reckon he'd be up there and back to his form. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Jack, you've got his number on your on your, on your jumper. I sure do. I sure <laughs> you do. do. Is he your favourite player? Um, well, when he came in the league, he was uh, number sixteen, so I was going to get number sixteen on the back of my jumper. <laughs> but uh, then he changed to number nine, so lucky I, I held out an extra year. Yeah, good man. We love the man. Uh, Will, last one on, on the players. I think Will Setterfield, there's a lot of pressure on him now. This is his fourth season. I, I don't know about him. I'm unsure. Is there a lot of pressure on him coming in? He needs to perform. Otherwise, maybe it's uh, it's not going to be the uh, the career he was hoping for. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting with Will because, I mean, he's got a lot of talent for sure. But um, there's just not much room in the midfield for him at the moment unless obviously injuries happen. But we've seen him put him on a wing and that's just not his position. Like he's really struggled when he's been in the team, he's playing on the wing. That's really the only place we've been able to find room for him in the 22. So I think if he can't get consistent time in the middle, then unfortunately, because I really like Will, that yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a real struggle for him. I agree. Yeah. All right, let's go through the first six games, okay? Now, I'm going to read out the game. Um, you're going to go first, Sam. You say win or loss. Yeah. And then, and then Jack, you after, okay? We'll see how we go. All right, Richmond round one. Win. Um, <laughs> tough one. Uh, I'll go. I'll go win. Oh, win! There we go. All right, dogs at Marvel round two. I'm gonna be close. Should have been in last year, so I'll go. Uh, I'll go lost, but pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Normally play well against the dogs, but yeah, I think they're just a little bit too good at the moment. I'll go lost as well. Hawks at the G. Uh, we should win that. Come win. Win. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. Gold Coast at Metricon. Yeah, definitely should win that one. Yeah, well, Gold Coast are normally flag favourites in the first four weeks. <laughs> so uh, it'll be a tough one, but no, yeah, should, should get the win there as well. Port at G. Yeah, um, they got the they, – yeah, they, we, we, we weren't even really competitive from memory against them last year at all, so I'd say lost by a good six-plus goals, unfortunately. Yeah. Nice. yeah, Port have had the wood over us for quite a number of years now. I mean, most teams have to be fair, but, um, but yeah, I mean, Port probably get that one done as well. Loss. All right. And then the last one is Frio at Optus. Now, you know, you can win this one. We don't have Mert, but um, no, I reckon we can win that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Frio do not like us when we're wearing the white. Um, oh, it's tough. Frio will be good this year. I'm going to go loss for that one. Just You're going to go loss. 
Okay, if we're going conservative here, we've got one, two, three, and three. Three and three is what we've got for Carlton. Would you be what? What's a pass mark for the first six? Do you reckon? Is it three and three? Yeah, I think it's three. I think it's three. Yeah, I think there's a few. There's a few teams in there we should definitely beat. Obviously, then a few tougher matchups, but I think three. You know, fifty-fifty is a solid start for me. Yeah. All right. Here's the uh, the big one. The expectations for this season. Give me a pass mark for Carlton to be happy with, and then give me what you expect. Um, I mean, pass mark is finals. Yeah. I think um, there's no debating that we have to play finals this year. But as for me personally, I don't expect this to reach. I think I have us just outside the eight this year. But okay. um, definitely a pass mark would be finals. Though. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with that. I mean, Luke Sayers even came out in one of his first press conferences um, and said that that's the expectation. Finals is the expectation, uh, which is we've never really seen. Usually, it's a, it's just always been I guess fluff. They've always been talking mm. off-field stuff and how good we're doing here, membership numbers and all that, which is great. But just about the on-field stuff. So I think we have to make finals. It's the expectation of the club, um, as from the president. So I think we should make finals. But as Jackson, I think I wouldn't be surprised if we just. Miss out, but um, I think that's sort of what we should be aiming for definitely this year. Yeah, so you wouldn't be surprised if you missed out, but if you if to put money on it, you, you're putting them inside, are you, Sam? Uh, point ninth or tenth, something like ninth that. Ninth or tenth, jeez. This is but, well, this is this is a bit up and down. You said you'd beat the Tigers round one, and then you're yeah. just outside the final, so it's one season. <laughs> it's a long season. <laughs> It is a long season. Hey, let's get to these ten questions, okay? And you can answer one each for these. All right. Um, as in, you can both give me an answer for each of them, is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Uh, who wins Carlton's best and fairest? Uh, Sam Walsh. Even missing the first four games. Oh, I think I think that kind of hurts him a little bit. I'm going to go Wiedering. Oh, Wiedering. Nice. He came second last year, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who wins the goal kicking? Uh, Harry. Yeah. Harry again? Yeah. yeah. How many goals do you reckon he'll get? What did, what did he get last year? Get 58. 58? Um, yeah. I Seven? think he'll stay healthy. Um, like that back end of the year, he missed a few games last year. I think he can kick 60 plus. Of course, 50 plus. I agree. Like, yeah, good. Um, if you had to replace Michael Voss with one current AFL coach, who would it be? Oh, I'd probably go, I'd go Dimmer, to be fair. Was, Dimmer? It's his mentality, his attitude, um, he's a winner. I, yeah, I'd go Dimmer for me. Oh, I can't remember coach. I was going to say Clarko. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, look. Jack Dimmer. hates Dimmer, so Dimmer he won't pick you. <laughs> Who's that? Dimmer or Goody. One of those. Or Goody, yeah, one of those. All right. We'll go Dimmer because he's a better one. Uh, if so, if something unforeseen happened to the MCG in Marvel and Carlton couldn't play home games in Victoria, what ground would you pick to play your home games? Um, well, I'd go Blunston Arena for me. Um, see, I, I grew up about 20 minutes from there. Uh, oh, Tassie. yeah? Yeah, I'd go to Tassie. Um, I'd slide down and watch every game. Oh, it's a tough one. I... I'll go to Metricon because we, we, we win a lot of the most of our games there. So. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, which AFL team do you hate the most? Oh, okay. oh, Collingwood. Yeah. Collingwood, quick answer. Collingwood, yeah. Collingwood, it has to be. It has to be. Fair enough. Um, Harry Mackay and Charlie Kernow are not playing. Who do you choose to kick a goal after the siren to win the game? I think. Um, well, if we're versus free, I'd take Jack Newton's. Yeah, I'll, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'll just push out. Um, Oh, I don't know. I mean, they're all, they're all pretty average. Jack Silvani, I'd go. Yeah. Jack Silvani? Yeah. Good. Like it. Uh, what's your go-to food at the footy? Um, well, being Tazzy, the pies, the 4 and 25 you guys eat are just atrocious. Don't know. Uh, I compared. 
compared to national flyers in Tassie. You can get them ah. from Woolies too, so if you want to sit down there, it's <laughs> pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'd probably go with hot dogs or something like that. Um, this is... Wasn't there used to be Red Rooster or something as well? Was there it? was. I think they've gotten rid of Red Rooster yeah. and Crust Pizza this for this year. Yeah, I used to get a bit of Red Rooster, I think. But... Yeah. Oh, well, the hot dog. Go the hot dog, yeah. Okay. That's what you get. Standard pine chips. Just pine chips. Beautiful. Um, if you could look exactly like one Carlton player, who would it be? Like Jack Silvani. Yeah, I'll go Jack Silvani. Jack Silvani's a good looking rooster. Oh. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right, this is the last one. You might have to think about this. You know how Port Adelaide do never tear us apart at the start of the game? Yeah, if yeah. you had to pick one for Carlton, a song that you sang with your, band, with your scarves up, what do you pick? It's a good one. I think it's a good question. I'll, I'll pick mine because I want it. You know yeah. Blue, that song Blue by Eiffel 65? Yeah. Um, Blue. Yeah, that one. That I'd pick that. That'd be good for Carlton. Um, well, that's, you've stumped me there. I, it's, I, a hard, it's a hard question to answer. Well, it's a good footy song. Holy Grail is a good footy song. Holy Grail will be good, yeah. Imagine that. I think that'd yeah. be all right. Yeah, that, that works. Okay. That works? <laughs> Bag, lock it in. Hey, boys, tell everyone where they can go and see your content. Yeah, mate. Yeah, so uh, Baggers Chat, um, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, just search up Baggers Chat and... Yeah, you find us everywhere. LinkedIn, I think, as well. Just literally every platform for us. Everywhere. Baggers Chat. Go and check them out. It's good stuff, too. I did watch a, a few of your episodes before we chatted today. And we're going to speak throughout the year as well. I'd love to have you boys on. Every time there's a Carlton issue, we'll get you boys on and uh, we'll grill you. Awesome. Also, going to be quite frequent, too, I'd imagine. <laughs> so, it'd be fun to see a video. It'd be good. For sure, and I'll and I'll, uh, I'll clip up that bit where you said the Blues will beat Richmond, and I'll send it straight to you after we flog you by eighty points. <laughs> <laughs> Would not be surprised. <laughs> Sounds good. Nah, you got Teague now, so it should be alright. Yeah, that's right. We've got Teague, so now nah, now nah, we'll be fine. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Good all chat. Right.